DFS Today. Welcome to DFS Today, Week 17 edition, live from the Sports Grid studio at the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. Mike Blue along with Joe Pisapio taking you through all the DFS action, trying to get you some winnings on DraftKings, FanDuel, and everything else that you play today. What's going on? Happy holidays, Joe. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. We got one more left. It's yep. been a fun season, Mike Blue. Yeah, it has it's been. been so nice to spend quality time with you here I at the agree. FanDuel Sportsbook on the grid. There's no better place for quality time with you no. than on the grid. Absolutely. So thank you for all, for all of those of you spending your holiday weekend with us yet again. Uh, on Zumo, on Pluto, on uh, Stir. We appreciate it. Looking forward to getting you all this information. And look, I, I think we need to set the table for Week 17 because it is very different from the other weeks that we played during the r- year in a couple of components. A, it's the largest main slate you can play all year. 15 games happening on the main slate. Since there's no Thursday, there's no Monday, there's no Saturday games, there's only the night game, everything else happening between one, uh, the 1 o'clock and the 4 o'clock games. And And with that becomes, since there's a lot of playoff scenarios being worked out, players are going to be resting. So there's certain teams right off the top, Joe, where you're basically going to eliminate them from the player pool, yes? Absolutely. You've got a lot of players who are out with injury. You've got a lot of players who might come out of games, a lot of healthy scratches. There's a ton going on. Mike Blewett, I want to ask you, is it the size of the slate that matters or how you use it? I think it's uh, the size of the slate. You think it's the size of the yeah, slate? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to mess around. I think that's what it is. Yeah, fair enough. I, you know, I just like to put that out there. I wanna, yeah. I'm just curious how that all works out for you. Yeah, it gives us a lot of options, obviously. <laughs> the larger Mike wasn't ready slate. for that question, I can tell you. It's Not early really. in the morning. I like it. not quite there yet. That's yeah, going to be a loose show. I, I like it. They're coming right off the top with these jokes. So uh, we do know that there are certain teams that are have a lot to play for, i.e. the Packers, and many teams that are out there kind of playing out the string. You know, teams like Carolina hasn't played particularly particularly well uh, in these weeks. We have a lot of rumors about the Jacksonville coaching uh, situation. So teams like that might not be up to par, but it doesn't mean there's not certain players you can find value in. Uh, Let's focus on our game stacks uh, at the start of the show, though, uh, as we always do. And the NFC South, as it seems every week, is a huge focus of what we're talking about. I just mentioned Carolina. They haven't played well defensively. They're going to be hosting New Orleans today uh, and Chris McCaffrey going for some records today as well. Yeah, these two teams actually faced off last year too. Uh, Carolina actually put up 33 points on the Saints last year in that game. Uh, but you were, you know, Christian McCaffrey's playing for a big thing here, uh, going over 1,000 yards rushing and receiving first guy since uh, Marshall Falk to do that, Roger Craig before him. But Alvin Kamara in this game just looks spectacular. We're going to talk about him later on. 7900 is his price on FanDuel. Carolina is an absolute sieve. They are basically... Uh bottom of the league the last 10 games giving up fantasy points to running backs that's huge uh, Alvin Kamara had a couple touchdowns finally last week so we're starting to look at the better version of Alvin Kamara kind of coming back around which is what we've all been waiting for yeah. and that Falcons Bucks that was also the same thing end of last year this game uh, 34-32 was the final I would be shocked if it wasn't something close to that considering how bad the Bucks defense has been in the secondary uh, Atlanta's been more competitive of late that's been yeah 5-2 and two. yeah 5-2 and two over that span the defense has played better but look it's the end of the year where defenses check out this is the highest pay line threshold of the season historically on week 17 so you don't just need offense you need a whole lot of offense Perryman at 76 uh, certainly Julio Jones at 85 Matt Ryan at 78 those are all guys that you want to get involved in if you're going to stack a game I'm hard-pressed to find a better one than this one. Yeah, we've seen a few coaching situations gain some clarity over the last few weeks. Obviously, we've had some coaches let go. Ron Rivera in Carolina earlier this year, Jay Gruden in Washington. Uh, But now we've got some reassurances on certain coaches, Matt Patricia in Detroit, and just this week, uh, Dan Quinn in Atlanta. So... I like I like Atlanta in this scenario. They lost to the Bucks a few weeks ago. A little bit of a revenge factor, but I think you're spot on. I think this game is going to be up and down uh, the field all day long. And I think Atlanta comes out on top, but I, I do like it to just have a ton of points with a lot of the players you just mentioned. Brashad Perryman, obviously in a really good scenario. Jameis... 
rumors out there this week that Jameis is looking for $30 million uh, and in his next contract. I'm looking for $30 million. Is it over here? Yeah, same. Right, same. Uh, I mean, I'm, you I'm also looking the for that. It's good work if yeah. you can get it. Uh, so uh, I think the NFC South is going to be a big focus for a lot of DFS players today. Let's move on to yet another game that we like, um, and this is in the 4 o'clock hour. Now, Arizona at the Rams – with Kyler Murray out, I think it takes some of the juice out of it, right? It does. But, Originally, I think we were looking yeah. at this one. But it, it doesn't necessarily take the juice out of Kenyon Drake. That's right. Uh, so I think that's another guy. You know, this is another thing we didn't talk about yet at the top. But there's a bunch of guys, uh, whether it be Kenyon Drake, Kareem Hunt. There's guys that are kind of giving their one more shot at a little bit of a showcase before they hit free agency. Yeah. And don't think that that's not on their minds, too. These guys want the football. They want to show everybody. This is their moment to showcase themselves before they hit the open market. So guys like that are in play, absolutely. So just because of Kyler Murray's out, that might actually be good for Kenyon Drake's value in the sense of, well, you know, all of a sudden ownership goes way down, but it doesn't mean the productivity might not be there, too. And the Rams are another team that looks like they're kind of pulling back as well. Yeah. So, and the Rams are going to rest a couple of guys today. However, Sean McVay has made it known that he's not really looking to go 8-8. Eight and eight. He wants a winning season. He's trying to set a standard there, which I can appreciate. Jeff Fisher was obviously famously 8-8 uh, eight and eight for many years over and seven over. 7-9. and nine. I think, Yeah, 7-9 and nine Jeff Fisher. Yeah. A bunch of 8-8 eight and eight seasons. I think uh, McVay probably, in some respect, wants to distance himself even further from his predecessor. So, uh, on the Arizona side, I will say, while I'm not enamored with it, Brett Hundley is at such a cheap price. If this becomes a track meet, it is somebody that you could have a, a small percentage of, not load up on him, but could have a small percentage of because his price tag is so cheap. Also, potentially, Larry Fitzgerald, last game. I yeah. mean, it's it's definitely possible. We, we don't know if he's going to come back next year. Uh, it would seem as though it might be time for him to kind of take an exit, but uh, you never know if they kind of filter the ball to him or force the ball to him. That could be an intriguing thing to take a look at, especially from the full-point PPR standpoint. Uh, look, it's going to be the Wild Wild West Week 17. It always is, so that's something to keep an eye on. And some of these games, even this next one, Tennessee-Houston is another one, Mike, yeah. that uh, Tennessee's got a lot on the line here. Derrick Henry's going to try to power through, and Ryan Tannehill has got this team right on the precipice. Yeah, and ultimately, Houston is going to rest a lot of players today. They, they have basically said they haven't. They, that they weren't going to, but now they're effectively locked into a four seed. Right. You know, if the Chiefs get that win, um, it, it doesn't do anything for Houston to play anybody. So I think playing Hopkins or Watson for anything more than a series or two, if at all, is foolish. But Tennessee now controls their own destiny. They've been on the outside. Look, they've kind of been teetering on that six seed. They were in first place. Then they lost to Houston. Then they dropped out of the playoff picture for a moment. Uh, and now with the Steelers' loss to the Jets, Tennessee is in control. If they beat Houston, they're in the playoffs. So uh, as said, Tannehill, Derrick Henry practicing this week. Derrick Henry's a full go. A.J. Brown has obviously been great as of late. On the Houston side of things, I don't even know where to look. Uh, no, I mean, forget the Houston side of things. Yeah. But you know, also Oakland, another team that yeah. has an opportunity. You know, sometimes you get these crazy scenarios where you need this team to lose and this team to win and then this team to win by this much and all these things. Oakland's path is actually not that difficult. A lot of things that need to happen for them to get in the playoffs are actually very, very possible. So let's keep an eye on that. A lot of it comes to Tennessee, like you said, controlling their own destiny. And I think Ryan Tannehill is up for the job. I really do. Him, A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry. I'm definitely in on them today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Good stuff there. I, I agree on the Oakland side of things. I think it's unlikely that uh, their scenario happens, but they're still alive, and that's all you can ask for is playing a meaningful game in Week 17. So we'll come back. We'll talk running backs on DFS today. It's Mike and Joe live from the FanDuel Sportsbook. We'll be right back on The Grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, you want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with the DailyRoto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. That's D-U-N-K. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com backslash dunk. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. So if you want to follow us, uh, please do so on Instagram uh, at SportsGridTV. Uh, and if you want to follow Joe, he's at JoePCPS17. I'm at Mike Blewett and uh, always on Twitter for all the news on our network uh, at SportsGrid. So let's get into it on the running back position. So uh, forgive us if a little bit of the graphics have changed, but we'll make sure we go over the players that are relevant. We submit the graphics uh, a little earlier in the week, and sometimes news can change in a week like week 17 graphics might be a little funkier because we did this basically late Thursday early Friday and teams are like yeah that guy's not playing so <laughs> yeah a couple uh, hours ago uh, or minutes ago in that fender. but we uh, we do start uh, the uh, the running back conversation with guys that have been high-priced and productive DFS players all year long, and that's Christian McCaffrey, who's got a couple of records going for. He's going 200 yards, I believe, for the scrimmage record uh, on the season, breaking Chris Johnson's uh, scrimmage record. Uh, Saquon Barkley, who had the Saquon Barkley game last week. Did he ever? Zeke Elliott uh, and Aaron Jones, who's on the precipice of getting 20 touchdowns in a season, which is a, a huge benchmark, and Lastly, Alvin Kamara. I'll just set up those sort of five guys because I think that's where a lot of people are going to be looking uh, for those high-priced backs. What do you think of that? Well, absolutely. Uh, you know what? McCaffrey, it's it's always difficult. You know he's going to get the football uh, because he's going for this record. The question is, after he gets it, where are we at and what's the score of this game and how competitive can they be with Will Greer against the Saints? And I think that's all in question. Now, the good news is if you want McCaffrey, you can do things like go down to the Gus Edwards of the world, go down to the Justice Hills of the world, the Benny Snells of the world. Those kind of guys that are on that lower tier of running back, even Ronald Jones, who looked pretty good last week again, which I know he's a bit of a tease, but uh, I think you take your shot with him uh, over there 
against Atlanta, especially if he's going to be catching the football like he was last Saturday. So there's a lot of things to to like and a lot of options if you want to pay up for Christian McCaffrey. Usually it's very difficult to do that. However, I do believe going down to guys like Aaron Jones over at AK with that touchdown upside, no Jamal Williams in this game either, that's a positive because he's going to be the standalone back for the most part there. But to me, it's Alvin Kamara, the all-purpose guy at the best return on investment at 79. That's the dude. I don't care what the ownership is. I want all the Alvin Kamara shares I can get against that Carolina Panthers defense. They've been absolutely terrible. So a good option there. I think as great as Barkley has been the last couple of weeks, based on the price for him, based on the price for McCaffrey, I'd rather go into that next tier and start with a guy like Aaron Jones or, really more importantly, start with a guy like Kamara. And then there's some other guys with high volume that I think you can add in as that secondary back. Yeah, you see on the graphic that we just showed, uh, Leonard Fournette was on there. He's declared himself out. Right, on, so Reichel Armstead's going to be right. starting today. The flu. So there's so another guy you can add to that McCaffrey pairing. Absolutely. List. So Reichel Armstead in there. How about this, though? Could you do a stars and scrubs with using the stars at running back, trying to jam in, you know, say uh, Barkley and Zeke and uh, maybe a lower price guy, uh, and then at the receiver position a drop down or at the quarterback or tight end. See, I think it's the opposite down. this week in week seventeen with secondaries just not wanting to tackle, with everybody just kind of checking out. I feel like this is a game that's going to be more wide open. Yeah. Therefore, especially the matchups you've got, you've got great matchups for the guys over uh, for Green Bay. So. Devontae Adams is in play, Julio, Michael Thomas, even though he's got the hand issue. I think all of those guys, those are the kind of dudes that are going to have huge games. Now, there's some good secondary receivers and some cheap ones, too, but I'm looking at the wide receivers being the guys that carry things over the threshold more than the running backs this week, personally, just from the sense of how wide open a lot of these games are going to be. It's going to be like watching the Pro Bowl this week. You know yeah. how nobody plays uh, defense? No, it's kind of like what it's like. I think you're going to see that with a bunch of teams, uh, like we mentioned earlier, Jacksonville and other teams potentially moving in another direction. Joe and I were talking before the show, talking about the Browns, how Freddie Kitchens sort of got a stay of execution a couple of weeks ago, and now uh, it seems like there's a lot of issues in the locker room. Guys openly declaring that they don't want to play for him next year or they won't be on the Browns if he's there as head coach. So uh, I think things have broken down significantly there. I, I just wonder what that game looks like today, them against Cincinnati. I think it looks like a Cincinnati W. Yeah. That's what I think. They've yeah. already got Burrow locked up. Last week, Mixon wasn't healthy. I would go back down to that Mixon well. I think he's a really good value. And the guy that I really like, too, in terms of ROI is Miles Sanders. Miles yeah. Sanders over the last six weeks is basically PPR running back number seven or somewhere in that range. That is an incredible thing to recognize considering where he was back in October. But ever since Halloween, this guy's really turned things on. He's been a great all-purpose back. I know Jordan Howard is back healthy and in the mix this week. But they've found something here with Miles Sanders, so I I'm agree. very surprised if all of a sudden they got off of that because this is a huge game, and we didn't talk about it at the top, but I think this game here between the Giants and Eagles today, this one's going to have a lot of implications. The Giants offense playing very well. The Eagles, even though Ertz is out, uh, I think yeah. they're going to continue to rely heavily on Miles Sanders in that offense. We'll talk Dallas Goddard later for sure uh, at the tight end position. Uh, we, now, are you talking about volume guys that are a little bit cheaper? DeAndre Washington is a guy who obviously produced last week. For those of you that were in your seasonal championships. DeAndre Washington was the type of guy that you'd have gotten uh, off the waiver wire at some point and, and came through, unlike maybe a guy like Mike Boone that didn't come through. But DeAndre Washington, certainly a play today. You mentioned Devontae Freeman. Uh, we were just talking about the Cincinnati-Cleveland game. That's Joe Mixon territory. He's seen a lot of volume as of late. And then Philip Lindsay lines up pretty well also. Uh, so maybe one of the guys from that group or anybody else that you, want, you want to throw out there. Well, look, Mixon's volume has been right there, too. He's on a situation where he's going to have more touches than anybody since 2012, potentially. <laughs> like, so that is that is Amazing. a huge thing to, to consider. So that, right off the bat, when you're looking for volume, you're looking at situation, and if you do think, like I do, that Cleveland is going in the wrong direction, and they're starting to eat each other alive over there, this is a great opportunity here for him. And it's good for the wide receivers who we're going to talk about in a second, too. But love Mixon, love Sanders. There's a really strong tier here where there's going to be a lot of people who want to star and scrub running back, which could get a little bit wacky there. I think you go for that high floor, high upside. Mixon, Kamara, uh, Miles Sanders. Even, you know, you mentioned DeAndre Washington to a yep. lesser extent. He's going to be the main guy there. He's been a very good all-purpose back, uh, so I would definitely look to him as well. He's shown me a lot here in these couple games where he's been the guy. All of a sudden, the offense is a little bit better. That could be a guy going into next year's season long that if he ends up in a different spot, he could be with a nice offensive line on a decent team. He could be a decent RB, too. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I think you mentioned Kareem Hunt earlier, too, guys just looking for Oh, the PPR. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, on the, on the full-point PPR and DK, Kareem Hunt has been very steady. He's got a decent salary. He's not going to cost you too much. He's a nice floor player if you're playing cash. But, yeah, Mike, that's another guy, too, that he's been actually on the forefront playing a little bit of the leadership role, believe it or not, calling out guys yeah. about effort and things like that. So there's a guy who he knows what he's playing for today. So maybe you're off the Browns a little bit, but I think Kareem Hunt's that one guy that I have my eye on. Maybe maybe Chubb, too. And I also think that's like indicative of like what's wrong with the Browns, that a guy that's suspended for half the season is the one that has to call other <laughs> players out, right? I, and I'm not crazy. blaming him for well, it. He's just leadership. trying to set it. Right. It's a lack of leadership. There's and, no leadership. You know, you top. hear a lot of noise about, well, this guy's safe. This, you know, this coach is fine, all this stuff, or we haven't made that decision. That's because they know that they've still got employees who are trying, they're trying to get the most of and get W's out of. But yeah. we all know Freddie Kitchen's tenure is coming to an end. We all know Doug Marone's tenure is coming to an end. No matter what anyone says, oh, we're going to meet after the season. We all know it's about wins and losses, and there's way too many losses. And when you lose the team, that's the biggest loss of all. Yeah, and Joe mentioned earlier about Joe Mixon's pace. He's currently at 252 rushes and 34 receptions right now. So quick math, 286. He's going to be over 300 today. Uh, a lot of touches. Uh, look, we, we thought that going into the year on Mixon, that he would see more than 300 touches. I think there was concerns about the offensive line. It was far worse than we anticipated. So while he hasn't been efficient, you're going to look. You're going to look at the end of the year here. He's got six touchdowns right now. Who knows what happens today? Twenty-one carries or yeah. more in his last three games. Yeah, even with the illness. I mean, the guy is just. He's going out there. He's playing. He's healthy this week. Twelve hundred forty-eight scrimmage yards this season. Yeah, he's been. I'm telling you. And Miles Sanders is another guy too. I think the strong finish to the season for Sanders. The Eagles are another team. They control their destiny here. Yeah. I really think they're going to go and attack this Giants defense, which isn't very good. They gave up 30 points last week to the Redskins. Yeah. Um, Sanders might have been the best rookie running back this year. You know what? Josh I, Jacobs is going to get the whatever kind of award they would give out, but Miles Sanders is right there with him. I agree. And he finished the season really strong. You notice we left a bunch of names out. I think that's where we're at today. It's going to be a smaller player pool. We're going to try and find some shots on guys like Reichwell Armstead. Wide receivers when we come back after this. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. 
Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, if you live in the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, tri-state area, come on down and join us at the FanDuel Sportsbook here at the Meadowlands today. You can watch all the NFL games, which this week are all being played today. There's no Monday night game. There's no Thursday night game. So pick up one of these Daily Roto tip sheets and win some money. You can park for free at Reds, which is just across the street, and take the free Meadowlands Racetrack Shuttle right here to the FanDuel Sportsbook. Shuttle service from Reds will run from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And if you're going to the 425 Eagles-Giants game, the FanDuel Sportsbook provides a free shuttle that will drop you over at Lachi at the stadium. I've done that a couple of times myself. So you can catch all the 1 p.m. 1 p.m. games here and then watch the Eagles-Giants game in person. I did exactly. I did the show here last week, took the shuttle over, uh, and caught uh, Jets-Steelers, much to my dismay. Uh, <laughs> again, Things you wish you didn't do for yeah, a 1,000. Yeah. Uh, again, you can park for free at Reds this morning, which is just across the street from FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, and take the free Meadowlands racetrack shuttle right here to the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. Shuttle service from Reds will run from 11 a.m., to 1 p.m. We hope to see you here. So uh, on to the wide receivers. And again, week 17, things get a little funky. Guys are being rested, but we will make sure that we give you all the information necessary uh, for those of you watching out there. Again, we film this show live from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern. So I would suspect even more things are going to change. We'll get some more clarity on games. And again, we have specific blocks. You have a bunch of 1 o'clock games and a bunch of 4 o'clock games. There are things. Now, this is a, let's talk about strategy for a second. A lot of people don't do late swap. We talk about it on our reads. We talk about it sometimes on this show. There are going to be teams that are going to be impacted by what happens at 1 o'clock and could rest guys. Well, and that's why you can also isolate and just play the 1 o'clock slate today. Yeah. Um, so I think that's also something to consider doing. If you're playing the 1 o'clock slate, you know those teams that are playing for things are going to play them through. Uh, and conversely, if you want, you can then kind of dabble with the 4 o'clock slate on its own and isolate that too because what it allows you to do then is maybe go down to a bunch of some of the cheaper guys there who you know are going to be playing and uh, starting over the normal starters in some of those games. So like Mike's saying, there's lots of ways to attack the Week 17 slate. You can go and play the entire thing. Pay attention to late swap if you need to. You can make sure you're just making sure guys that are in lineups, you know no matter what they are in, they are playing, they are healthy. Or you can isolate. You can play the 1 o'clock and the 4 o'clock separately. There's lots of ways to do it on Week 17. Yeah, the NFL wisely moves games around to ensure that there's not scoreboard watching at 1 o'clock and everybody benches everybody at 4 o'clock. So, for example, uh, the Saints and Packers are playing at the same time. The Steelers and the Titans are playing at the same time. Eagles, so Cowboys. That's right. Yeah. Exactly right. Eagles, Cowboys. So uh, And then the Niners and the Seahawks, which is really the biggest game of the day, is the one game we're not going to talk about today because it is on a separate show down slate, but uh, they are playing each other tonight. So uh, just it's important to note that because you, you might need to adjust some things, work on late swap, or again, isolate the slates early and or late slate. So uh, wide receiver. Let's start with some of those high-priced guys. Devontae Adams going for uh, a record, of, or going for a 1,000-yard season. He's, I believe, 90 yards shy. You have Michael Thomas, who you mentioned has a hand injury, but still uh, extremely productive. They're playing for seeding. Uh, Julio Jones, right? at the top of the list. We'll take those three guys. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I prefer Julio and Devontae Adams to Michael Thomas this week. Number one, the hand issue. I think they're going to just baby Michael Thomas just a tad. It's going to be a very heavy Alvin Kamara game. My guess is also they're going to be up on the Panthers by a fair amount, so they don't have to get real aggressive. I don't think the Panthers have anything left. As Greg Olson said last week, they're a failure 
from the top to the bottom, a failure on all levels. So therefore, I think you take the extra seven hundred or more dollars. You go down to Julio or Devontae Adams for your number one. You also don't want Hopkins. He's not going to play in this win. Tyreek Hill is intriguing at eighty-two, but from the volume of Adams and Jones, I think those are the two guys. One, if not both of them, in your lineup, if you can find a way to squeeze them in, and you can, if you pay down at running back, down at tight end, maybe a little bit of quarterback too, shave things here and there. You can get both those guys in lineups, and if you can do that, I think it's going to be a big day for both those guys. DeAndre Hopkins is at eighty three hundred, unclear. I believe if he's going to play, he's had a little injury uh, issue too. Yeah. So um, my guess is, if even if he's there, he's not going to be there the whole game. Yeah, I agree. Um, can I isolate the Packers for one second for you? Sure, you can uh, do whatever you want, Mike. Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. Uh, would you make a choice between the two, or would you play them both? I would, if I had the touchdown to equity, scares me away from playing both. Uh, I can understand that. I think considering uh, where we're at this week with the Lions. Darius Slay is not the player he used to be. I think Adams and Rodgers want to kind of get on the same page. That Monday night game, they were very close to the same page. It was a touchdown pass. It was behind Devontae Adams. I think it's very important for those two to have a big game today together. So I think you could actually go with all three. I am not the biggest Aaron Rodgers DFS guy. This is the first week that I've actually found it to be intriguing because I do think they're going to be up by a fair amount in this game. That means they're going to be enough touchdowns to go around. But if I had to pick one, I would pick Adams just because of the extra points you get on the floor of the receptions. Got it. But the fact that Jamal Williams is out has me leaning Jones. That's yeah, but what you know what? They might look at this and then go, you know what? Let's go to the third string running back. Let's 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 pull down a little bit if we're up and yeah. make sure we save Aaron Jones. I think because they might have to play next. Better week. chance of Devontae Adams playing this whole game than Aaron Jones playing this whole game, especially because Jamal Williams is already banged up. And but if Green Bay wins, they clinch a bye. Right, and that's so huge. you want to do that. So they're but not they might to... they might clinch this game in that bye by the third quarter. I agree. I agree with you completely. That's it's the only thing that worries me about the Packers today is the possibility that they're going to be up so much at the end of the third quarter that they're like, okay, we're good. We have a 20-point lead. In which case, they'd probably pivot to yeah. the other, you know, the less. And I'd like back. to think that the 20-point lead is 30-10, uh, to 10, uh, but I don't I, – like – I don't. I don't know if the Lions are going to score much at all today. I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith in David Blau. Yeah, had a good first Thanksgiving. That was was a fun. It was a fun moment. Everybody likes a fun Thanksgiving day. Let's rip through some of these other guys. So we didn't talk about the Pats yet. Uh, They are a massive favorite uh, against the Miami Dolphins, and Julian Edelman is uh, an option today here. Tony Michel is a little. uh, Is got an illness. Yeah. So he may not play today. I'm just you know condensing the options even more that you could utilize for DFS for the Pats. I don't know, man. I just I watch Julian Edelman on that field on a weekly basis. He just doesn't look like Julian Edelman right now. He's dealing yep. with a ton of injuries. So I think this is the dangerous price range of wide receivers, this mid-seven range. Go up. Go get Julio. Go get Adams. Go get those dudes. And then go down. Go down to the, the Watsons of the world. Go down to uh, the Darius Slaytons of the world. I think that tier of wide receiver could potentially be very beneficial today. Um, like I said, Justin Watson's going to get a fair amount of work. I think there's also some guys over on the DK side, the full point PPR, guys like Tyler Boyd and John Ross. I think we're getting a fair amount of work. Those Cleveland corners have not played well this year. I think there's opportunity for both of those guys. I think Cincinnati is going to put some points up on Cleveland today for sure. Uh, Tajay Sharp, another guy who, if you don't want to pay up for A.J. Brown, this guy's coming off a two-touchdown game. He's had a couple touchdowns with Ryan Tannehill, so don't be surprised if A.J. Brown gets a lot of the attention. And then Sharp is another one of these guys that kind of left out there, and he's another one you could put on there. So there's a lot of guys in that lower tier at wide receiver. I think you stay away from the middle. You go stars and scrubs at wide receiver, and you try to go in the mid-tier at running back. I think that is the best floor slash upside potential in the 17 slate. Yeah, a couple other. Cortland Sutton is out there playing with Drew Locke. The possibility Christian Kirk will be he's playing been with. He's great, by yeah. the way. I told the most underrated uh, player this season. You know, I got laughed at beginning of the because year the Broncos have been off Cortland the radar. Sutton. Cortland Sutton, and I'll tell and you he hasn't no been cheap at DFS. He hasn't been cheap he for was a cheap while. To start the year, yes, and it, we were on it. But even still, him. he's been producing. Well, people have been off of him too because the quarterback situation keeps changing. Yeah, and he keeps being productive. I actually think this is not a terrible situation. You know, Locke hasn't been terrible statistically. No, it's a good option for him at home today. He's very low priced. As another quarterback we didn't talk about yet, but I mean, just saying that Cortland Sutton and that pairing, if you want to kind of come down a little bit, maybe low ownership, low cost, and that's going to let you get up to some of the bigger board at wide receiver, whether it be Julio or Adams, that's a great situation to do it too. And Sutton's just been consistent no matter who has been a quarterback. I had Cortland Sutton in a sidebar. I had Cortland Sutton in a keeper league this year, uh-huh. and I didn't keep him. Oh, 
because I had so Somebody many. Somebody didn't read their black book. I had so many options. I had so many options, and I liked him, but well, it was hard. going to Sometimes be. Sometimes you get the roster squeeze. It happens, Mike. Yeah, but I think of it Don't now. Don't yourself up. I, th- I kept three Cohen. I didn't keep Cortland Sutton. Oh, that hurts. Ends up being. That hurts. That's really what the choice came down to, and that was a massive mistake. <laughs> so we all I made. came in third place. Hey. I would have come in first place. It, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I will read the black book and make sure. So... Uh, all right. One other guy uh, mentioned uh, on our uh, – we have in our graphics, and, again, mind the graphics because Terry McLaurin's on there, and he he's not playing. So, uh, Jamison Crowder, who's just like – I feel like this sets up for a volume game for him because they're just like, would screw think, it. You would think it The Bills does. are going to rest guys. The Bills are going to rest guys, but are they going to rest guys on defense that much? See, that's the thing. I think the Bills could even win this game on defense alone because that defense is strong and that secondary is strong. Um, I'm, just what, wor- I'm wondering just, if, like, Tredavious White sits You mentioned out. McLaurin being out. Sims yeah. was pretty good last week. Oh, yeah, Why Sims couldn't he have yeah. a good game against the Cowboys? The he Cowboys could. defense isn't very good. He could. Sims is another one. He's low-cost wide. I'm telling you, the low-cost wide receivers are going to rule today in terms of the difference maker and pay lines because if you hit those guys right with those touchdowns, that's what you're looking for. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's going to be a wide-open game. Defenses quit. Secondaries quit. Nobody wants to hit anybody. It's cold outside. There's a lot of issues at play as we get to the end of the year. Everyone's looking ahead. They got plane tickets. They got and reservations. You, you did mention earlier an important note. You said the pay lines are be higher, which means that the average point total you have to hit is just going to be higher. Yeah, for you it was to like the one fifties, one sixties. That's right. <laughs> so normally on a DraftKings cash game, you're looking to try to get to one thirty, yeah. and you'll get paid today. You probably got to be 20, 25 points higher in order to hit some of those. Most likely, just because. And don't be afraid see a of that risk today. a little bit. Yeah. And I think I think wide receiver is a spot where you could take that risk because there's going to be more opportunity than there would be, let's say, six weeks ago for some of these wide receivers just yep. because there's going to be more guys open and um, and some higher totals. Go back and look at last year. We did this before the show today. We yep. went back and looked at last week, uh, last year's scores in Week 17. We're talking 70-point totals here. We're talking all over the place. You know, Teams combined scoring 70-plus points. Uh, a bunch of teams going over 35 points last year. This is just the nature of the beast, so you have to be aware of it, and that's my trouble with spending up for the running backs because it kind of prohibits you from getting involved in some of those other guys you need to. Yeah, Cortland Sutton, just to give you a sense of what he's done this year. 68 catches, 1,060 yards, 6 touchdowns. Pretty With solid. Joe Flacco, Brandon Allen, and Drew Locke. Yeah. Not, Not exactly a murderer's row of QBs right there. But <laughs> no, Drew Locke exactly. maybe showing a little something. Maybe. maybe they don't have to go back to the well and draft another QB in Denver. Uh, all right. So we'll come back. We'll talk QBs, tight ends, and defenses after this. Mike and Joe, week 17 of DFS Today. We'll be right back. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. And that's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast 
on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com backslash grid where, you're, where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com backslash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com backslash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. So uh, let's get to the quarterback position. Uh, and we have some high-profile guys that are playing and have a lot to play for. And we started out from a salary standpoint, Pat Mahomes, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers. Let's just take those three and break those down. Uh, well, look, Patrick Mahomes, if you want to pay up for quarterback, you absolutely can. This is certainly the guy to do it for. No Lamar Jackson on the slate, so you don't have to worry about that. And I think it's a decent play. I think you can certainly make the case for it. I think they have a great matchup here against the Chargers. They're at home. They're feeling it right now. You can make the argument that despite – Baltimore being the best team in the AFC, that Kansas City might be the hottest, especially when you consider how well that defense has played as well. So they, I think they're kind of feeling it right now, and they could use a big game on offense. They, they don't have an answer uh, for Tyreek Hill over on the Chargers side in terms of that secondary. So I'm looking at him for sure. I would prefer Mahomes to Breeze today because I do think it's going to be a heavy Camara day attacking that weak, weak Carolina Panthers run defense. And I'll tell you what. Worst run defense in the league. Worst run defense in the league. And then talking about the other guys, too, that we like so much in that uh, game with Tampa, the Falcons and um, we got Jameis Winston over in Matt Ryan. Yeah. Those two guys, I know everyone's going to be sour after the bad game for Winston, but this is what he does. He has an awful game. Then he bounces back and throws four touchdowns and, and 450 yeah, like If you're playing a lot of lineups in DFS and you're not utilizing Jameis Winston at all, then you're just doing it wrong. You're kind of asking I, for trouble. I, you really are. He's <laughs> going to have potentially a game that was like his previous two games, which he became the only guy ever to throw for 350 yards and three touchdowns in consecutive games or 350 yeah, and four. 450. I mean, yeah. the guy was just like, he had 900 yards passing. And eight touchdowns over two-game span. And then yeah. last week, he threw 5,000 picks. And that's what Jameis Winston does. Yeah. But on the same time, that Matt Ryan value on FanDuel and DK is very solid. If you don't yeah. want to go pay up for quarterback, you want to come down just a little bit, but you don't want to go to those I'm sensing guys. Joe Pisapia with a Matt Ryan, Julio Jones oh, stack. Do like the Matt Ryan and the Julio Jones together. It's, it's, I mean, how put, do you not like it would you throw a, would you So would you stack? You're stacking that game. Yeah, you're going Matt two. Ryan. Julio Jones, Hooper. Austin Hooper, That's and it. coming back the other way. Coming back the other way with Justin Watson and Rojo. Rojo, five. Wow. Why not? That's 70 points last year on week 17 when these two teams met. 
You think it's going to be less than that this week? I, no, I don't think it's going to be much less. <laughs> Somebody, I, I would have stopped before Rojo, but I, I, well, look, I, I, I just, just watch him move. I'm saying you can, but I think yeah. Watson's the guy you come back with because now Perryman's the one. It's expensive. And with Perryman, the one being a little bit more expensive and getting more attention, I think Watson's that guy you go down for. I like it. Uh, okay. Uh, we mentioned Aaron Rodgers. We talked about him a bunch earlier and how we would utilize him uh, with potentially Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams, but Joe would shade Adams if you're just picking one. It would be expensive to use all three. So um, uh, we want to allow some salary, uh, and we'd probably go Devontae Adams there with Aaron Rodgers, Jameis Winston, Matt Ryan, Dak Prescott uh, coming out uh, high on a lot. Look, there's quarterback projections are very bunched together this week, yeah. but Dak Prescott pops there too. What I'm concerned about is Dak Prescott's health. I think you should be. Yeah. I mean, sprained AC joint's a real thing. I had it. I dealt with it for a year. It is not a fun thing. And the fact he's trying to throw a football through it, I, I, I don't like it at all. I much prefer to go on the other side of this NFC uh, showdown in the East. I'll take Daniel Jones and I'll, uh, against that terrible secondary for the Eagles. And I'll take Carson Wentz. I know he doesn't have Ertz. Yep. But you know what? Eagles defense... I mean, see, the uh, Giants defense is terrible. So I think that's a real unique opportunity here to get involved with Wentz and get involved with Daniel Jones and those offenses. I think both those offenses are going to – I don't think it's going to be one of those, you know, 16-13 kind of contests. Neither one of these defenses is good enough for that. Yeah, if Wentz, if you're getting into a stacking scenario, I think Greg Ward obviously is a, a cheaper option. Miles and, Sanders. And can come Miles through, Sanders. but uh, it's an important part. Miles Sanders has been utilized heavily in the past game. Boston Scott has as well and has had some touchdown equity, but uh, I think Wentz, don't be shy about pairing him with a running back in this scenario because he's become a big part of it. Also, with Zach Ertz out, Dallas Goddard's value becomes much, much greater. We're going to talk about him in just a minute, but uh, I would say that Dallas Goddard really probably pops towards the top of the projections at the tight end position along with Wentz. Uh, last guy to mention on the QB side is Tom Brady. We haven't talked about him yet. Yeah, we haven't because you're looking at the weapons. It's not a healthy Julian Edelman. Sony Michelle is dealing with the flu. Uh, it's just, where, where are the touchdowns going? I don't know. Nobody knows. Uh, maybe it's him. Maybe it's Tom Brady rushing for touchdowns. Who knows? It's, it's, it's gotten to what a point think they're going to blow out the Dolphins, though, right? I think they're going to win handily, blow out. I don't know if this offense has blowout in them. Yeah. I just don't know if they do. If they do blow them out, it's because they've scored a touchdown on defense yeah. and or special teams. That's the only way it gets to a Matt Slater special. There. Matt Slater special where, you know, you get something wacky where Gilmore, somebody returns a, a pick for a touchdown. Did that last week. Uh, and, I, and I think that's the kind of scenario you're looking at. But look, Tom Brady in this offense, this is a ground and pound kind of offense right now. And the guy that's supposed to be doing it isn't going to be there, which means Burkhead's going to be doing it. Uh, which means you're going to get some more James White, which means you're probably going to get a rotation of running backs. And you might get a little Nikhil Harry here and there. He's looked better of late, but there's nobody I trust enough to go into the Tom Brady business. Burkhead sneaky play today, by the way? Uh, if Michelle is out, yeah, yes. Yeah. But if he's... I would not play him, obviously. Yeah, if, but he, he would have to be out. Yeah. But other than that, I think Burkhead could get a touchdown today, and I think that's all you need from Burkhead in order to make that work. But, that's right. Uh, there's a lot a lot of QBs to choose from this yeah. week. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right, so let's – yeah, QBs, again, the project, projections are really bunched. Let's, just to give you a sense, Dak Prescott's at the top of our projections at 21.26. That's a tough self. I'm sorry. I, I, that's a tough sell for, uh, for me. For me as well. I, I think the I think uh, the model is going to put Dak up there. However, he is playing hurt. Um, can he gut it out and get through this and get the win? What's and, the best and way for you to win this game? Give Ezekiel Elliott the football. Yeah. Just commit to the run. I and agree. If, and if that's the best route, then... I mean, it's we'll their best if, route, period. Well, we'll see if Jason Garrett... Dak's really good, and Amari's really good, but their best route to win these games <laughs> is to Don't get load up started. Big, yeah. Tight ends. Let's go. So, again, yeah. Uh, but Rodgers, Tannehill, Jameis, Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes, Drew Brees, Cart, and Carson Wentz, all within one point of each other wow. uh, in our projections to give you a sense of how tight it can be there and your your flexibility in using a lot of different guys. So, uh, tight end position. Travis Kelsey, uh, Tyler Higby, and Dallas Goddard really top our projections at this point. Uh, yeah, I mean, you definitely have to consider Dallas Goddard. Now, here's the thing. Normally, with Ertz out, I would actually fade away from Goddard. But why? because it's the Well, because I think the reason why Goddard is so useful is because Ertz is, is because there, Ertz is there yeah. and because they have different kind of roles. Now you're asking Goddard to be the Ertz role. They're a little different in kind sure. of tight end they I are. I agree with that. But, but, 
The caveat is they're playing the Giants. And what do we know about the Giants? They can't they cover tight ends. They well against tight ends. Not this decade. Not this decade. Arizona Cardinals the only Starting next week, year. Giants. That's a whole Let's new cover decade. a tight end. Start it. Let's realize that they're on there. But I think that's that's a scenario where you get in there. You know it's all hands on deck. They have a lot yeah. of injuries in the wide receiver core. So Goddard's a good play. Uh, I love Austin Hooper this week. He hasn't looked good until last week. He looked right finally last week. Great matchup against Tampa for and good price. At good price. Dallas Goddard, 6400 Austin Hooper, 6000 just to give you a sense. Kelsey up at the top of the list at 7500 and Higby at six. Higby's been awesome. Higby's, look, if it's Higby, it's Goddard, it's Hooper. And if you want to go down and get a little fancy, maybe John New Smith, you take a shot there. I think those. those I love John Smith as a player. Let me tell you, next year I think that's going to be one of these guys we sit here and we talked about uh, Andrews, we talked about Waller, one hundred percent. I'm already in. I'm already overdrafting John Smith. I've seen what I needed to see. Draft after the show. Assuming Delaney Walker is not there anymore, which based on injuries and and everything else, you know, I I think he might retire. I think it's probably none. Yeah, I I think that it's probably a consideration. Uh, Anything on the Tampa side? OJ Howard, Cameron Brait, because of the amount Uh, of points there. uh, No. It's just it's too fluky for me. Okay. I'm going to pass because of, I think the floor of some of these other tight ends we mentioned and good return on investments are, are there. You know, you're not getting Andrews on this slate. You're not getting Ertz. Uh, you are getting Kelsey, but he's very expensive. So and your and Kittle is on the night slate. So in the showdown. So really, it's a perfect opportunity to go. I'm telling you, Austin Hooper to me is the best ROI. And don't forget about Jared Cook either. Especially if they yeah. back off Michael Thomas just a tad with that hand, Jared Cook becomes the number two wide receiver in that, or should I say, receiver, even though he's a tight end in that offense. And he's got touchdown upside for sure. He's been a double digit player since Breeze has come. I back. just always get frustrated with. Um the Saints because, and it's a function of how good a team they are, so many different options well, for that's touchdowns. Always been that's yeah. been Breeze. You can go back and look at the uh, Lance Moore, Marquise Colston, Devery Henderson. Yeah, years. of course. You never know who's going to be. Yeah. It'll be anybody. Yeah. Um, last guy, though, Darren Waller? Uh, no, I'm going to pass there. I, I respect that Denver defense quite a bit. Okay. Yeah, uh, Washington's the only guy in that Oakland offense I like this week. Got it. So, all right, uh, defenses. I'll just run through these, and we can talk through them. Patriots, Packers, Saints, Chiefs, Rams, Cowboys. Patriots obviously in a good position here, uh, playing their highest-priced defense, but paying uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick and his ability to obviously put the ball up in the air a lot. They don't run the ball effectively at all, and it just leads to more potential picks. It does. Uh, I prefer the Chiefs' defense today. They've been playing fantastic. They haven't given up a touchdown forever, it seems like. And um, they are a team right now that's starting to roll. I'm telling you, they're getting hot. They're feeling it at the right time of year. Good matchup against the Chargers. Rivers has thrown a lot of picks this year, had a lot of issues. So I think that uh, the Chargers are a team on the downswing. I think they're going to phone this one in. I really do. And I think the Chiefs are going to absolutely roll. I like the Packers as well. I think that's a good return on investment. Me too. I would stay away from some of these competitive games. I would. I would stay away from the Eagles. I would stay away from the Cowboys. I would stay away from those. Give me the ones that you have defined roles where you know guys are out. And I'll tell you what. Don't sleep on that Ravens defense either because I, I know you're, you're here, Mike, but earmuffs. Yeah. Pittsburgh offense is terrible. It is. It's awful. I, it's was, I witnessed it. No Connor. In person last it's week. It's awful. I'm no, telling Mar- you right. no Marquise Pouncey? Doesn't, yeah, I'm, no Pouncey is another guy on there. Look, I think this is a real opportunity. They could get shut out in this game. I think the Ravens could shut them out even with the backups. I really do. Yeah. I, I wonder. The, you know they're own, not. They, they hate that. They hate each other. They're not going to just like sit No, there I don't think this is a rollover game the for Ravens, the Ravens. The Ravens I think, are taking this seriously. I think RG3 can obviously engineer this offense enough to score Absolutely. Uh, hypothetically 17 or 20 points, right? This could be a And the Steelers haven't been able to get to that 17, 20 point on offense solely uh, with any consistency at all. Who's I think, the backup there now with Rudolph out? Uh, I don't even know. It might be. I can't me. even remember. I might have to get I'm out of here. Blanking right now. I got a train uh, to catch to Baltimore. Yeah, uh, I, I can't. I can still sling just, it, so. even though the ace joint was that. bad. I can I still don't know throw about the that. Football. If you're going to make it there in time, so uh, Tom, Tom doesn't, doesn't matter. Like I just got to make it for the second half. That's well, it. Well, we know what Get happened. Week 17 last year, uh, somebody didn't practice all week and <laughs> tried to show up on game day, and it went south from there. And so what's what's up? What's up with that guy? So anyway, the teams that I like the most here, Saints. Chiefs. Saints are a good one. Packers. I think those are the three. Saints, Chiefs, Packers for me too. Because they're picking on QBs that are not going to be the starting QBs. There's part of me that's tempted to even consider the Bears with everybody in Minnesota. But then I just keep looking at the Bears and just the Bears have been a disaster. Like they just, I can't trust them. 
I, I just I can't get there. I'd like to, but I, it's a good matchup on paper, but I, I just can't get there, Mike. I really can't. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that kind of sums it up. From Game Stacks, we really like those NFC South games. It's Atlanta at Tampa. Uh, we got New Orleans at Carolina uh, and Tennessee at Houston. We, we like the Tennessee side there. We like the Green Bay side, uh, certainly if you're doing a single stack there. Um, running backs, uh, Joe wants to pay up for a couple of select Kamara. guys. Uh, he likes Alvin Kamara. Go. Ultimately, pay Woo. up at wide receiver. We like uh, Julio Jones in particular, stacking him with Matt Ryan. That seems to be the game that's most attractive for stacking all the way around. So for those of you that joined us each and every week during the regular season, thank you for watching DFS today. On behalf of uh, producers Will and Brian, Joe Pisapia, and myself, happy holidays, happy new year. We'll talk to you again soon, but thanks for watching DFS today this year. And good luck today. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Miss. No, I miss. Here's what you missed on DFS Today. Oh, I want to pay up for Christian McCaffrey. Usually it's very difficult to do that. However, I do believe going down to guys like Aaron Jones over at AK with that touchdown upside, no Jamal Williams in this game either. That's a positive because he's going to be the standalone back for yep. the most part there. But to me, it's Alvin Kamara, the all-purpose guy at the best return on investment, 79. That's the dude. I don't care what the ownership is. I want all the Alvin Kamara shares I can get against that Carolina Panthers defense. They've been absolutely terrible. So, uh, good 
another option that I think as great as Barkley has been the last couple weeks, based on the price for him, based on the price for McCaffrey, I'd rather go into that next tier and start with a guy like Aaron Jones, or really more importantly, start with a guy like Kamara. And then there's some other guys with high volume that I think you can add in as that secondary back. Yeah, you see on the graphic that we just showed, uh, Leonard Fournette was on there. He's declared himself out. Right. On, so Reichwell Armstead's going to be right. starting today. The so there's so another guy you can add to that McCaffrey pairing. Absolutely. List. So Reichwell Armstead in there. How about this, though? Could you do a stars and scrubs with using the stars at running back, trying to jam in, you know, say uh, Barkley and Zeke and uh, maybe a lower price guy, uh, and then at the receiver position, a drop down, or at the quarterback or tight end position? I think it's the opposite down? this week in week 17. With secondaries just not wanting to tackle, with everybody just kind of checking out, I feel like this is a game that's going to be more wide open. Yeah. Therefore, especially the matchups you've got, you've got great matchups for the guys over uh, for Green Bay. So Devontae Adams is in play, Julio, Michael Thomas. Thomas, even though he's got the hand issue, I think all of those guys, those are the kind of dudes that are going to have huge games. Now, there's some good secondary receivers and some cheap ones, too, but I'm looking at the wide receivers being the guys that carry things over the threshold more than the running backs this week, personally, just from the sense of how wide open a lot of these games are going to be. It's going to be like watching the Pro Bowl this week. You know yeah. how nobody plays uh, defense? No, it's kind of like what it's like. I think you're going to see that with a bunch of teams, uh, like we mentioned earlier, Jacksonville and other teams potentially moving in another direction. Joe and I were talking before the show, talking about the Browns, how Freddie Kitchen sort of got a stay of execution a couple of weeks ago and now uh, it seems like there's a lot of issues in the locker room. Guys openly declaring that they don't want to play for him next year or they won't be on the Browns if he's there as head coach. So uh, I think things have broken down significantly there. I, I just wonder what that game looks like today, them against Cincinnati. I think it looks like a Cincinnati W. Yeah. That's what I think. They've yeah. already got Burrow locked up. Last week Mixon wasn't healthy. I would go back down to that Mixon well. I think he's a really good value and the guy that I really like too in terms of ROI is Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders over the last six weeks is basically PPR running back number seven or somewhere in that range. That is an incredible thing to recognize considering where he was back in October. But ever since Halloween, this guy's really turned things on. He's been a great all-purpose back. I know Jordan Howard is back healthy and in the mix this week, but they've found something here with Miles Sanders. Be sure to follow all our social media at FNTSY Sportsnet and at FNTSY Radio. And now I'm tweeting about you, bruh.